Man Show. This is The Drive. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on this Fan is, Run uh, Radio. Russell Smith, bunch of the time clock on a Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon edition of the show. Hope you're doing well. Houston and Bear are here. So is Tucker Harlan as we get things rolling here on a Friday afternoon edition of the show. Bear, how are you, sir? Um, haven't had the the best day. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty. Aww. It's been a horrible day, but I'm here with my buddies, you, uh, Tucker Carlson, and uh, Tucker Harlan, and you know, Cress. Yeah. So, <laughs> Cress, that guy. So. We get down to it here this afternoon on this Friday edition of the show, a big sports weekend coming up as you've got Tennessee basketball tomorrow against Vanderbilt at home in the arena. Tennessee baseball tonight getting underway. Very exciting stuff down in Dallas as the volunteers take on Texas Tech. Everybody got their Flow Sports subscription? That's a no for me. Oh, hard pass. Yeah. Well, we will um, figure it out, I'm sure. But, yeah, it was like 30 bucks for the entire month. And then I guess you have to cancel. Too. It's like it's $30 a month. So they're, they're hoping a bunch of Vol fans are going to sign up for this. I guess Oklahoma, Texas Tech Gina. fans as well sign, sign up and then forget. Well, see, they they have that deal where it's like you can pay twelve seventy five per month. Yeah, but that's uh, that's on a yearly. Yeah. So they say twelve seventy five, but they're going to hit your card today for like one fifty plus. For one fifty? Yeah, because on the yearly thing, you get it at twelve, but they're going to hit your card for the whole year. And then in a year from now. They'll hit it again. Well, what if you cancel after this weekend? Tough luck. You cancel, it won't renew next February. So it's $150? February. I, don't, I don't think that's right. I thought the, the number Multiplied I was 1297 times 12. That, a I lot saw of people online t- saying that they had subscribed for $30 for the month. Right. And, and had already paid that, and then they were just going to cancel. But a, a, a group of Tennessee fans got cute, saw that if you get it for a year, monthly it's like 12 and they thought... Well, it'll just charge me 12 and then I'll cancel it. No, it charges you for the whole enchilada. So just go with the monthly. The whole, yeah, just go with the, the bigger monthly rate and, and pay that. I mean, if, you know, that's, if you're going to watch all three games, that's only 10 bucks a game. So that's where, I mean, we, that's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for the hardcore Tennessee, baseball addict out there. You got to do what you got to do, right? I'm bare and I've got a problem. What time is the game tonight? Seven? Eight. The first okay. two are at eight and then the um, the, the game Sunday is at 7.30. <coughs> 
Well, it's very exciting times. Is what is, this is like uh, Tony's, what, seventh year maybe? Is he, Curry hired him. Who the hell is Tony Vitello? Twenty <laughs> seventeen. Yeah. Yes, his seventh year. Summer yeah. of seventeen. So yes. Yeah, he, he's getting up there, man. So uh, we're g- glad to have him. I was talking to an advertiser today about how we just never used to talk about yeah. Tennessee baseball, and that now it's just a baked-in part of what we do. Dude, we talked about it in depth in the middle of football season, one after you know, in season. So it's been a fun ride, hasn't it, with TV? It has. It has. Hopefully our fun ride continues with Rick Barnes and the boys tomorrow night over the arena. Worry level with Vanderbilt coming to town with 10. The, um, I, don't, I don't know who's good in the NBA this year. The, the Lakers are, are showing up <laughs> and zero being. Charlotte. Uh, the Pistons. <laughs> I think the Pistons. I, I think the Pistons would still probably have it over the Vols this year. I was going to say like West Valley Middle School. I'm going to put mine. I, I'll, I'll start here. I three and a half, four. Worry. Yeah. I'm probably probably right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. You worry a lot more if this game is in Nashville as opposed to here. I mean, Stackhouse is a. That's the most baffling part about Stackhouse at Vanderbilt. Is, by all appearances, he, he seems like a competent coach. He just doesn't have any players and doesn't look like he intends to rectify that situation. He just doesn't, like, doesn't seem to be real big on recruiting. Well, he blamed it all on NIL. Well, we don't have enough oh, NIL no, over come here, on, dude. Hey, they got enough to get a player or two, right? At Vanderbilt? Oh, what they, like their foundation, like, you know how they talk about, you know, yeah. Texas A&M's a huge. Vanderbilt's got to be one of the, it's got to be top ten as far as endowments, overall money. They've got the big endowment. They've got the big-time donors. I mean, the SEC just said they're cutting everybody a check for $50 million or whatever this year. So, I mean, it's... Spend a little. Yeah. <laughs> Reinvest a little bit. Yeah, go get your ball player. Go find your Dalton Connect. You we spend did. money to make money. There's no, I mean, they're... They're men's basketball, but they've got to be losing money. I mean, there's only 100 people at those. I mean, I'm not really exaggerating that far. I mean, their crowds have been, I'd count them in the hundreds, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. We will hear from Dalton Connect coming up later on this afternoon here on the show as he gets ready to take part in the game tomorrow night against Vanderbilt and Tennessee trying to make it 2-0 and against Vandy. You don't want... You don't want Jerry Crackhouse getting one in on you. Nope. This is a place in the schedule where you... And then you get... You get uh, Mizzou. Mizzou on the road Mm. next week. So you, you handle business, and a week from now we'll be standing in here against Texas A&M and hopefully... A little revenge factor there. And maybe you get a little win streak going on down the stretch here. Houston Crest. Good welcome afternoon, to the, everybody. How are we doing? Hey, Hello. good to see you here in the Houston. old White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Glad to be here. How worried uh, are you I don't, about? I, I wasn't that nice. I wasn't that worried. But I, I'm glad whatever you did, you did. Yeah, it was going to make me crazy. Yeah. 
That's why. How I, worried are you about Vanderbilt? One to ten. Like a one. Really? I think we I think we hit a little stride against Arkansas, and I just don't think they're very good. You put um, am uh, I am I whistling past some, the graveyard a little no, bit? No, but you are for uh, eternally optimistic as a fan. I feel like you know. I, I was actually more scared about the Arkansas game than I was the A&M game. So really? maybe, maybe my radar is just completely backwards. I was terrified of the Arkansas game just because we – Because we don't win down there. Yeah, I mean, and then you win by 29. Like 14, 15 years, and as bad a season they've had, that place was jam-packed to start, and they were loud. Did they just leave out early? Because I feel like when they would show the upper deck, there were some sections. <laughs> You're down by 30 points Yeah, like I guess 10 that, minutes that to must go. Be it. I, I think the second. Like, Got a little out of hand. Between 15 and the under 10. Yeah. In the second half is when it emptied out. That was what was beautiful about that Kentucky-Gonzaga game. Like, they couldn't do their usual uh, empty rup. They uh, had to stay for the whole thing. Yep. It was almost more sweet watching them file out when it was a final. Lady Vols Oof. went toe-to-toe with number one South Carolina, had a three-point lead at halftime, tied going into the fourth quarter, and then South Carolina wins the battle of the fourth quarter 18-7. to I watched more Lady Vol basketball last night than I've watched all year. Me too. I watched the entire what, second half. I, I watched most of the game. Watched most of the game. And to me – I know some people will say, well, they showed that they're not that far off, that they can compete against the big teams. But isn't that the problem? Yeah. Well, I, I just see a program is that is – It for me. I, I see a program that is broken. I see a, a, a program that is a shell of itself. And even if you're not comparing the Lady Vols of today to the Lady Vols of Pat Summit's heyday, this is not – a good basketball program. I, I thought that we had some some lucky buckets. Quite frankly, I don't think South Carolina was, ex, you know, really hitting us with their best effort. And I think you saw that in the fourth quarter when it was go time. When the chips were down, they they locked us down pretty good. Even in the towards the end of the first quarter, really, I saw a team, a Tennessee team that didn't appear to be in great physical condition. They were tired, slow, lethargic getting up and down the court, which is a major alarm sign to me. Uh, South Carolina clearly had the better players. I mean, the, the talent level is, was glaring. And just the difference between Dawn Staley and, yeah. and Kelly Harper, the, the level of intensity and yeah. coaching that you see going on the sideline. I don't want to – this doesn't have to turn into a Jeremy Pruitt, Butch Jones, uh, you know – Buzz Peterson, we don't like you, we want you gone type thing yeah, with just... me. But it, it's obvious that a change needs to be made there, and we need to get serious about this. I, I don't think we took it seriously the last couple of times. Obviously, when when Pat, what happened with her was tragic, and there was never a question. You were always going to let Holly Warlick take the helm there. When When that didn't go well, you had you had a choice to make there, and I think Philip Fulmer made the the political move. His athletics director tenureship was obviously a disaster, but I, I think he didn't want to swim upstream, didn't? And I don't think we took it very seriously. I think we just looked for the most prominent head coach, Lady Vol, that we could find, and that happened to be 
Kelly, Kelly Harper. Harper. Yeah. If we were going to do that again this time, that would happen to be Kara Lawson. I don't think that's the way they need to go about this. I think mm-hmm. Danny White needs to grab this bull by the horns. I think he needs to conduct a national search. The interest in this job will be immense. There will be basically three coaches that are unhirable for you right now. It would be Gino Oriema, um, Tim Mulkey, and Don Don Staley. Yeah. <clears throat> So other other than that, I think everybody is hireable. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a strong preference. I mean, there there are plenty of established coaches. There are plenty of up-and-comers. I think Danny White has the Rolodex to find and identify, you know, mm-hmm. three or four just fantastic options there. And at that point, it'll be a bit, bit of a coin flip. But I, bottom line, HK, I, I know this program, you're, you're into this program, uh, have closer ties than any of us. But we need to get serious about this thing again because that's just it's so frustrating to watch South Carolina be what we used to be. Yeah, I, I think that's the most frustrating thing. Not that I don't I don't know much about South Carolina's history, but they've stolen your spot as that team in the SEC, as that team nationally. What they won two? No, they didn't win last year. Was it two straight before that? Were they going for the three peat last year? I don't follow it that close. The big thing to me is that I think she's got the three. teams that we used to like. It, it's we don't even expect to compete against South Carolina and LSU right now. Oh, I got invited to the game, and I was like, of all the games to go to, I really don't want to go see us lose yeah. by thirty. And granted, that they tells hung, you all you need to know. Yeah, and they hung around for three quarters, and it was alumni night. You know, it was a, a big event, great crowd. I thought the crowd might have been one of the reasons they kind of kept in it as long as they did. Um, but yeah, uh, and I'll be really interested, assuming. We make a move. Very interested to see Danny White's kind of plan here. Um, if he's I, to treat it like he does, like he would a football yeah. or a, has or he, a men's basketball. I'd hire. have to look back. Has have we seen him hire a women's coach? I, anywhere I don't know. He's been? I, I'm sure I would be stunned if he hasn't. Right. But I mean, we have the but like the basketball said, he, track record is, yeah. is pretty good. He yeah. find found Nate Oates. And, this is like you said. This is a you you can call everyone, but like you said, three people mm-hmm. and they'll listen to you. Um, we feel pretty good about. I'm not trusting him. He's obviously got a pretty good eye for talent. He, he's given me no reason to doubt him at this point. Even in his previous stops, the guy makes, you know, he makes big time hires, and he's a big time promoter. And I think he likes some of that young energy and people who have a vision. And like we see it with Hypel. Hypel has his own system, his own his own thing that's unique. And I'd be I'll be really interested to see if the move is made. Where Danny White kind of chooses to look is it. Does he want a young coach? Does he want an older coach, an established coach? Does he want defensive-minded, offensive-minded? I mean, remember, he's a basketball guy. He played basketball in college. So it feels like the game itself matters to him, and you've got a chance here to uh, – what was it he said at his initial press conference? Like, the, the logo's good. We just got to polish it up a little bit, right? The brand's yeah. strong. Just got to polish it up. This is a Lady Vols brand that's been kicked around a little bit, but – I mean, it's you're gonna you're gonna have every opportunity to get the exact fit you want, like Russell said, outside of about three people. Well, and they've clearly got some talented players on there. I'm not sure what the projection looks like for next year's roster, but if you do go out there and hire a coach with some gravitas and give them the power of the Lady Vol brand, which I do still believe is is significant, then you can go out there in the portal 
and find a player right away with with our NIL mm-hmm, capabilities mm-hmm. And, the, and some of those gals are making pretty good NIL dollars. Like you can you could cobble together a roster next year that is, you know, at least as competitive as it is now. I mean, I'm I'm sure that. I, I doubt that it's a situation where you just jump right back into Final Four contention. You're probably going to need a year or two. But I don't think it has to go through some sort of, you know, Rick Barnes had two years basically when yeah. he first got here that just laying the foundation. I don't, I don't, I would expect to be in the tournament in year one and hopefully making a run in year two if, if you get the right coach, if you take this seriously. Women's basketball right now, very top heavy. You've got three, four well, teams. Yeah, exactly. But it seems like whew, even more so now with the best the best three versus everybody else. I think with the right coach, and you mentioned it, basketball, much easier to flip and improve a roster in one offseason. So, you know, if you get the right coach, maybe an ace recruiter or a big name, a lot of excitement. I mean, did was Mulkey at LSU one year? Did she win it in her first year? Or was that her second year? I believe that was either second or okay. third year. Okay. She was also – I mean, oh, she was in. They were in pretty good shape before she got there, weren't they? I mean, we're not that. We're not completely. I mean, let's. And I do agree with one hundred percent with what you said about you know about but it's not a Butch Pruitt deal. Yeah. yeah, it's just unfortunately it didn't work out. Um, more of a Serrano deal. Yeah, really, really loved the death example. on a personal level, but got to get got to get better. We just we we have to. Yeah, I've been looking through to see if Danny White has hired some women's basketball coaches in his previous stops, and he hired one at UCF. I believe he's gone now. Uh, He left after the 2022 season, but if he was at Buffalo in 2012, then he did hire their current coach. Who is? still there. Felicia Leggett Jack is the name. How's she doing? Any good? Uh, 25-8, and 2021-22. That's the latest Tournament Wikipedia's team? got. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, so we just we got to get back to uh, th- that's what struck me last night I, when I was looking down that schedule trying to figure out what our best record could be. Uh, that's when it really sunk in. I was like, "Am I really doing this with the Lady Vols?" Uh, yeah, I don't think they've won any big game. I don't think they've beaten anybody to to write home with about this year. Not this year. I mean, they beat South or LSU in the tournament last year. Two years before that, they beat South Carolina in the regular season. But that's it. That, mm. that Kelly's accomplished with big wins. It's just wild to me to see Lady uh, Lady Vols basketball team be out of shape. So outclassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Quick timeout. You're listening to The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. You want to jump in, take a shot, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board, 546-8200. Back with more right after this. The To all the meatheads out there sending us pictures of the Grand Canyon coach. What'd she look like? We, she's, <laughs> she looks nice, Bear. We, we want to win. We want to win. Molly Miller is her name, if you want to. Uh, it's even a sexy name. I don't care what the coach looks like, okay? We want a pro. We're talking about a basketball program here. We want somebody that can recruit, develop, manage and win at a very, very high level, okay? And I don't care about the aesthetics of it at all. 
So if you, had, if you had your druthers, kind of a proven commodity or like a hot up and comer? Wow. <laughs> Bear has found Molly Miller. She on would, the interwebs. She would classify as the second one of those. Overall record is 73 and 30. Has she been to any tournaments or anything? Like it's, you know, we're, we're looking for somebody that has, has uh, we're, we're going proven. I, I think mean, so too. Yeah, you, you don't, this, this, this is, is a, not an assistant coach. Yeah. I, there might be the Tony Vitello of women's basketball out there, you know, sitting next to Don Staley or Gino or something like We need somebody that's been a, a head coach for five years and has shown a proven level of success. And that's the the fr- one of the frustrating things. And again, I don't want to turn this into a let's bash on Kelly Harper session, but there were some warning signs that you know maybe she wasn't up to the task to be- to begin with. She had been head coach at NC State for four years and was not successful. Yeah, the, you the, wanted us to hire the guy that replaced her, right? I mean, Wes Moore would have been a better selection, in my opinion. But she had been at NC uh, uh, Missouri State after NC State mm-hmm. and went to the tournament twice there, but hadn't exactly turned them into a juggernaut. This is Tennessee Lady of All Basketball. Okay, we should not have to to settle. And I, the the up and comer thing doesn't even really move me. Like I, I kind of want somebody established. No, I agree because I don't think you're building a program. You're trying yeah. to bring it back to what it was. And I, th- I think you do, th- you know, like Bruce built it. Tony built it. Hypel, it's kind of a restoration, but he had a track record. I think you need someone with a track record who's been in at least a pretty big spotlight as far as. Well, just one, even, you know, just just one. Well, dude, I mean, yeah. let's take LSU as an example, the defending national champions. Like, they went out and hired a huge name. Now, there were some connections there and everything, sure, sure. but. But they went out. They identified somebody, an elite coach at the top of their game, and you know what? They, like the, we've all seen the stories about they're losing money on women's basketball, mm. but they wanted to win, and uh, I, I would imagine that that level of notoriety brings in some money that might not necessarily show up under the women's basketball column. Over there, just in terms of enrollment and eyes sure. on TV and marketing and and things like that. So you well, have I mean, to consider a lot of different things here. At the end of the day, it's Lady of All Basketball here, and I don't think we spare any expense. I'm not saying we pay more than Hypel or anything. Like I'm not going to throw ten million dollars at Geno or Don Staley no, but here. It's, it's like you said. We're, I mean, we're, we're Tennessee. You don't. You don't. Kentucky wouldn't. If Calipari somehow was not the coach at Kentucky, is Kentucky going out and hiring an up and comer? I mean, no. it's just certain jobs you don't go out and hire up, and it's not an up and comer job. David says, "Why do you think Staley would not leave South Carolina for Tennessee? It's a much better job. Hopefully, we do not go cheap on this." I don't uh, know. Isn't she making three point three? It's a lot. I, I don't it's know. Much, I don't know. What she's making. I, I was looking at it during the last segment. She's been to five Final Fours and won two national championships. It there. was only two. Okay. It, and she's undefeated only this two. year, and is you know probably a pretty good bet to to at least make the Final Four this this season. They may not lose a game, but she's got it rolling there. Like you, if if you felt like the the only reason she would leave is like why Rick Barnes would leave Tennessee for UCLA because. In Rick Barnes' mind, he remembers the mm, UCLA of John Wooden and 
thought that maybe he could bring that back. Maybe Dawn Staley would look at Tennessee the same way, but I just don't see it, man. Uh, she's got, she's got a really good thing going there. How old is she now? I remember when she played. Uh, she played at Virginia when you know I want to say in like the Bridget Gordon days. That sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, she was the. Oh, she's in yeah, a prime. Virginia now. eighty-eight to ninety-two. She she can establish a dynasty there. You know she's she can win more national championship final fours. Uh, I mean, sure, uh, give her a call by all means. Are, are you interested? But yeah, but I mean, she's making three point three. Uh, Columbia Columbia is a nice town to live in. She's got a program up and winning. Winning uh, national championships, why would you leave? She's got no ties to here, mm-hmm. so. Well, she didn't. She didn't have any to South Carolina either. They just went out and said, "What is it? What's it going to take?" Yeah, and she but, flipped it so fast. Where was she before Carolina? I thought that was her first head coaching job, and she just kind of came out of nowhere, kind of like a la Tony Vitello. Bruce Pearl, that kind of a Cinderella story came out of nowhere. So, we got a big event coming up tomorrow at Volunteer Auto Group on Callahan Drive. They're having a bunch of Tennessee players out there for a meet and greet with the public. Um, well, I see. saw the video. Have you seen the video? I've not seen the video. Is there a video? They got a TV yeah, I, spot? I sent it to you. Yeah. TV spot. Brew McCoy, Amari Thomas, Christian Charles, Jordan Thomas, Andre Turrentine, Larry Johnson, Grandmama, Don Bailey, Omar Norman Lott, Elijah Simmons, Will Wright, Garrett Young, Jason Jenkins, and uh, more going to be out there signing autographs from noon till 4 p.m. at Volunteer Auto Group, 1501 Callahan Drive in North Knoxville. And we'll talk with my guy Jamie Eady up there at Volunteer Auto Group coming up in hour number three. Some nice rides out there. Good rides. Go check them out. Be sure to let your friendly sales associate know. Fan Run Radio sent you. Let's hear from Dalton Connect, Tennessee swingman, with a just ho-hum 22-point effort the other night at, at Arkansas. People were so mad. No big deal. Is he broken? Well, our, our Who guy. Who was it? Uh, it was Nolan, our guy Nolan. He called yes, in. He, he said he hasn't a, been over thirty in a while. Are we worried? Yeah. What he, what goes, he, goes, he hasn't scored over thirty in two weeks for us. <laughs> I love Nolan. The okay. Nolan Express brings it hard, man. He Did does you get not to meet settle. Nolan yet? You guys at the watch party? He yes. came. Uh, one of, I don't think so. He's one of my. He's one of my favorite people. He's funny. Here's Dalton Connect talking about his experience playing at Tennessee and in the Southeastern Conference. I love Tennessee, like I've said multiple times, and. It's worked out great for me and like my teammates, they told me it was going to be like this, but maybe I didn't think it was going to be like this much, but it's just really cool just to see hard work pay off and be with great teammates and great coaching staff. When we talked to Coach Barnes a while ago, he said that uh, he's lived up to his billing challenging you. What is the biggest challenge Barnes has put on you while you're here at Tennessee? Uh, just being uh, just consistent every single day, just being uh, Try to be the best player on the floor every single time is my best thing. Is every single time on defense, offense, rebounding, every aspect of the game, he wants me to be consistent and the best at. Don, I guess you know ball is ball no matter where you play it or what level. But but in terms of being in this league, what have you learned about this league, or has anything surprised you about this league this year? Yeah, I mean it's a lot uh, faster, stronger, and 
you know, you got better athletes in the SEC, and it's one of the best leagues in the nation. So, I mean, definitely that, and you're playing against the best of the best in the world. So, I mean, you're playing against top draft picks every single game almost. And, yeah, it's just real fun just to go out there and compete against the best and with my teammates. Dalton Connect, who the Nolan Express says is way past overdue for a 30-point game. Maybe he breaks out tomorrow night at Thompson Bowling Assembly <laughs> Center and Arena. We did it last time against Vanderbilt. It was pretty funny. What did he have against Fandy the last time? 32. Woo! They like those soft rims in a memorial gym. You know, when we do our hypotheticals during the summer shows, where, like, you know, we what would be a cool thing to be able to do, like either run fast or, you know, throw football. We never even thought about, you know, just being that good at basketball that you could drop, like, 30-plus. Oh, that might be number one. Like against, like, I know it would be, like, you be your dream, wouldn't it? Be able to drop 35 on Kentucky. Be pretty cool. Be pretty cool playing in the league. Just being able to tell everybody on the court, you, you can't stop me. Being able to trash talk. Don't know why you're trying. Come get it. Y'all better get somebody on me. The Maybe scrub ain't cutting it. You're going to have him guard me, this guy. Long night, fellas. Jordan Moore on Twitter thinks Josiah Jordan James is the X Factor for this team. He has run the numbers. Tennessee is 13-1 and one mm-hmm. when yeah. Triple J scores 8-plus. They are 5-5 five and five when he scores under 7. Jordan, I think, has gone back. I saw it. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan. Um, he does a good job of stuff like this. Um, he went back even further. Like, it was just this crazy stat since he's been here, basically. We kind of live and die with him. I don't, and you don't, uh, you don't need much. You need him to hit the open mid-range stuff, which I thought he was sensational against Arkansas. Those and high no- release jumpers and knock down, knock down a couple of threes that are typically from the top of the key. And if he hits his first one, I feel like you're you're usually in for a pretty good night. Play your normal defense and keep everybody, be the team leader. When he gets hot, though, is when we go unconscious. Don't you think? That's when, like, yeah. like if he's hitting. Well, he hit the first one. The other night, and I guess he did have ended up with 12, I think. 10 or 12, yeah. I don't think he got to 10. Did he not? I think he may have only had nine. Mm. But, Still but, pretty but good. But that's kind of what we need that's from what, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what we like, need. I, I would rather have nine points a night from Triple J than a 25-point game on Wednesday night and then an Ofer on Saturday where he takes eight shots and, and doesn't yeah, make any yeah. of them. He had 12 against Arkansas. Him and him and Ganey, like that seems to be the thing. If if they're missing and they can kind of just cut it out, they're good. And I thought Ganey's shot selection has been a lot better lately. He's not having to throw up 14 or 15 shots to get to 10 points. I mean, he right. did it the other night. What was he, 6 of 8 the other night? I mean, that's that's what you need, consistency. And you need one guy to kind of – I don't want to say go off. I mean, I'd, I'd say that probably classifies for Ganey getting 17 but he's also been a lot more – I noticed he was a lot more patient. Mm-hmm. And if, if he got the ball and it wasn't the greatest look, yes, he would pass it rather than, you know, when he's bad, he'll just jack yeah, it. Yeah, early in the season, it felt like for a while in certain games, if it touched his hands, it was mm-hmm. going to the rim. I saw him – there was 25 seconds on the shot clock, and he jacked up a like a 22-foot three. Our offense hadn't even – Well, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you watch that, it? That, that was a pretty badass way to break that. I was going to say, man. Just to pull up from half court and just like drain it early in the game. She scored their first eight to break the record. Uh, that was John had a really good cool. point. I think it was it was this morning. Uh, him and Bob on the morning show were talking, and I kind of agree with John. She's got another year. She could stay at Iowa, but that would kind of be. I, I, be kind of unfair that she's going to put that record completely no. out of reach. No she one only, would ever touch it. She only needs like five more games to smash just the all-time record out of either men's or women's basketball. But, I mean, can you imagine bringing that kid back one more year? I mean, she'd probably make more money doing it. Playing well, I saw Iowa. last night she broke the record in was just it, women's. Was it Right, but was it 12 fewer games than the person who held the record? It might not be fair, and yeah, I mean, she'll shatter the record and it'll be unbreakable if she plays five full seasons. But as far as what's better for her, I, I think that is a fascinating question to watch it play out. And it, it's going to be really interesting to is. see that. Is it, it, will she make more money playing at Iowa than she would playing, quote unquote, professional basketball? I don't even think that's, I don't think it's close. Like, the WNBA contracts are really? not great. They make all their money going to play overseas. Now, granted, she'd be – she could go to whatever team she wanted to over there, but she's got the State Farm commercials. She's, I mean, she's got NIL, like, nationally. She's that well-known. Like, I think it might be – that, she's like – it's, like, legit. It, it, it's not the wink, wink, nod, nod stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, doing she's, she's doing Jake with State Farm commercials, and it's like yeah, – she, she's pretty good. Like, she's, she's the, smart. Would those go away if she goes to the WNBA? <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe. It's, it's, she's not going to be as much of a commodity. Well, her her games won't be as visible, but, I mean, Mm-mm. she could still do – I'm, I'm sure she still would command a hefty endorsement fee. Yeah, but it's not – there's not going to be sold out – there's not going to be sold out arenas. I mean, there's like a line a mile long to get in to see this kid play, so. Brian on Twitter wants Carl Smesco at Florida Gulf Coast to be – the replacement for Kelly Harper. We'll make the case. Call in. Carl Smesco. He said, well, he's 581 and 104. Really oh. good. He has been the head Proven. coach at Florida Gulf Coast since 2002. He's 53 years old. 85% winning percentage, 248 and 19 in conference play for a 93% winning percentage in the Atlantic Sun. Hmm. And he has been to many an NCAA tournament. It doesn't look like, unless I'm missing something, he's ever gotten out of the second round. That's the first negative thing you said about him. I don't dismiss it out of hand. I, I don't either. You know, I don't either. Because at that school, like what what you know, what's the seeding been? He's probably run into a top one or two seed in the second round every time. You'd have an easier time getting talent at this level than FGCU oh, yeah, without a, without a doubt. Winners win, Russ. What's his winning percentage in conference? 93%. That's what it always comes down to, I feel like. That's what we always get to. I mean, look at Heupel. He was a winner. Winner is a player. Winner is an assistant coach, position coach, coordinator, head coach. Quick timeout. We'll get to these phones when we continue. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board. It is The Drive on a Friday afternoon edition of the program back with more right after this
Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. We'll be with you for voluntary reaction tomorrow night on X Spaces. What time's the game tip? Six. Okay. That's doable, right? That's I, I like a good 8 p.m. basketball voluntary reaction start time. Saturday nights, I'm not so much concerned with the time. I, I, you know, if, if it's an 8 o'clock tip and we go on at 10, sometimes those are fun because – Gets a little loosey goosey. You get a couple of guys who are smashed calling into the show. That's always fun. As long as they're not driving, smashed. not well, calling anybody that, out by name. We also get the the people that will add them in, and they never come off mute because they're just passed out. <laughs> That's that I, always, I always enjoy that. Like you can hear the TV in the background or something. Well, no, I, no that. Oh, I guess, yeah. On they just never VR, come yeah. off mute <laughs> on the space. It's just like, wow. Okay. Turn your microphone on. You can do it. It's tough, man. Let's get Rusty in here. Rusty, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate you letting me in. Pretty pretty fun day going on so far. We've got a little FAU and Vandy in a, in a, in a fight right now and uh, had that – Baylor Nebraska game earlier, and now we got Arkansas and James Madison um, both putting up crooked numbers on the board early. Um, just wondering who the love triangle on this Arkansas baseball team is. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if they does that cross over from sport to sport down there. I'm not sure how that works. Well, they they've tried to turn two a couple times. Oh. <laughs> Those poor people need their bas- or baseball team to be good. They're miserable in basketball and football. Yeah, you'd really hate for Arkansas to come out and fall flat on their face to start the season. That'd be a real bummer. Yeah. I'd enjoy it thoroughly. I'd be dancing in the streets. <laughs> they just hit a dinger. They just hit a solo shot. They're up 4-3 now on James Madison. So, uh, still, Andy's up 7-4. Um, their, their ace gave up. Three in the in the third, Vandy's. Um, so, Russ, I don't know if you saw. I, I sent you a link a few minutes ago. It's for the uh, the flow sports thing, but it's I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I'm a huge Campbell Camels sports fan, <laughs> and it's a link through their site to where it's a story. If you click on the link in the story, um, as a Campbell Camel fan, you can get Flow Sports monthly for half price. So, as opposed to twenty nine ninety nine, you can get it for fourteen ninety nine. So, Russ, if you want to click on that link, I know you're like me, a big camels guy. You can you can get a deal on the uh, the monthly rate. For all the, right, so we got it down to fifteen bucks now. That's five bucks a game, and that's all, that'll give you all the games. There's no there's no blackouts or anything, right? Nope. I've watched everything on Flow Sports today just to check it out. There's nothing you can't see by using it through the the Campbell Camel site. So if you want to if you want to put that link out there for anybody else, Russ, go right ahead. Make sure make sure the fellas get to use it and oh, any, nice. of the, any of the you, any of the big any of the big vols slash camel fans out there like me. Cheers, Rusty. Thank you. You bet, guys. Nothing but love. Did you email that to me or is it Twitter? Or? I, I, I texted it to you. Oh, okay. I got you. Yes. All right. We'll put that out. Okay, brother. Y'all be good. Thanks. Russ, have a good weekend. Thanks, Rusty. Uh, well, Houston. Yes. Marcus, anybody else in the studio today? Who's there? <laughs> Just Tucker. Tucker. Marcus isn't here. Tucker. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. <laughs> How's Marcus Beth going? I haven't heard an update in the last 24 hours. He's improved yeah, since his sabbatical. <laughs> well, it had it only had one way to go, so. Yeah. When you're over. 
Thank you, Rusty. 865-546-8200. So we're down to 15 bucks if we go through. Uh, and you get to watch all the Campbell Camel baseball you want. It's three games, five bucks a game. Campbell's not a bad baseball team. They came in here and gave Tennessee a fight a couple years ago. I mean, let's be honest. We're all watching that game tonight, right? I mean, you got your Vols baseball jersey on. Well, that's just a shirt. I've got. Look what I got. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, nice. Wow. I didn't know if I'd ever seen you, that shirt sir, before. That's a good one. All right, good-looking man today. I know it. 2022 SEC Baseball Champions. Take that jacket off. With, with all the players on it. All the players on it. I th- my mom got this, uh, I believe, at like a Walgreens for me. Sometimes those are the best. Yeah, I'm telling you. You can find some really unique stuff that if you hold on to it for a while, people are like, where did you get that? Oh, I cherish this. Long sleeve t-shirt. Hmm. Thanks, Mom. Logan Quinton coming up in hour number two, host of the 94078 podcast joins us to talk all things Tennessee. Now, I how, know my, how wound up is he I, right I now? I know my man LQ has a Flow Sports subscription right now. I just imagine him in front of a bank, Houston, of monitors <laughs> with some kind of crazy, like Dr. Evil chair he's sitting in as he's monitoring. Like Morgan Freeman and uh, what was that? Like the Dark Knight, just the whole city. <laughs> yeah. But it's just yeah. all little baseball games. Yeah, he's keeping track of it. He's got five computers with stats from each game that auto refresh. Yeah, this is I think this is, is maybe his favorite day of the I year. I was gonna say like is today his Christmas day? Has to be. I think he basically told me yeah like he's I mean he's obviously Logan baseball's his jam man. That's his that's his personal favorite. Passionate about it. Just how crazy is it that uh, we're sitting here counting down to the the first pitch? I remember when. I don't even know if, if it started. Was it? I remember when Serrano got the job, and we were all we we're all excited. And I worked with uh, a, a guy I worked with was a big baseball guy, and his Serrano's first year. Uh, my buddy was was super excited. I'm not going to name him because it's kind of embarrassing, but he was super excited, and, and he was doing what we're talking about now, where he found the first game. Right. And it was like watching it somewhere at work. He was a radio salesperson. He's supposed to be working, and he was just like at his cubicle watching Dave Serrano, Tennessee, Tennessee baseball. baseball. And, he, and he would like come out between innings. He's like, oh, Steck's got it going. I remember Drew Steck and Ryder. He's like, mm-hmm. Steck's got it rolling right now, baby. We're back, baby. We were not back. And I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's college baseball. And now here I am, 10 years later, just totally ate up with it. It feels good to be good. It's okay. But it is – we've kind of let it come to us a little bit, right? Like, but the excitement is real. But I also – man, I mean, who – raise your hand if you thought the Serrano a... thing wasn't going to work. That was that was one of the home, oh. home runnest hires you've raise ever had. Raise your hand if you thought the Vitello thing was going to work. Nobody's yeah, raising their hand. Who the hell is this guy? I mean, we talked <laughs> what he tweeted, but we were all saying it. Like this young, young whippersnapper from Missouri and Arkansas. The only thing I mean, he just, you know, the one freakishly dec- good looking, and we don't know who this guy is. The one decent thing John Curry did for us, Bahama John. Hey, if you who hired Serrano, wasn't that uh, um, technically it was 
Joan Cronin. Yeah. But Mike Hamilton had started the ball rolling on that hire before he before he officially hung it up. So I think it was kind of teed up, and and Joan was technically athletics director when the Serrano was hired. Yeah. But we've come a long way. Well, thank you, John, because well, you got one right. The hiring has been good. <laughs> it's been been good. Yeah, oh, certainly yeah. good. And then there's the injunction ruling. Which I, I completely – that's the first time I've thought about that today. Me too. It's just hanging out there. Twisting in the breeze. We're staring down the I, – I don't know. That's what I'm most nervous about. Matt, don't, don't – that could go sideways. You, you're still worried about – Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to do this again? Like, I feel like I've talked you off the ledge – Three or four times, and Man, you weren't paying attention. I slipped back out there with the rest of the people that are, you know, kind of anxious. I, the, I don't think the NCAA still has some modicum of power in the world of college athletics. Have you not been paying attention? They're toothless. They're feckless. They got nothing. So we're just not. We're just ignoring. I mean, we're going renegade. We're, we're not ignoring. I mean, the the powers, or we're ignoring, but the power, the powers that be, they they've got this. It's in court. Have you noticed it's in court? Did you notice the use of the word injunction? Is that a word we usually use on this show? Yeah, Ross. It I, is? I, 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 I did notice that we are in court, but everybody seems to think you, you guys have just completely ruled out the possibility, and there is a possibility that the court could rule against us. Yeah, and, and then we'll go to trial and we'll win. The judge already said we're going to win. And if and if win. we if we don't win that one, we'll win another one. There's no there's no world where the NCAA is going to hammer. So I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's 2024. There's no world where the NCAA is going to hammer a college for paying players. Can't do that anymore, man. Tucker, mark the ledger. Russell has guaranteed it. February 16th, Safety. 354. I, I mean, I. You guys not listen to the show? I get. I've been guaranteeing you this all along. Well, I wasn't nervous at first, and then you kind of like, well, <laughs> careful now. You haven't <laughs> been this adamant. Your stance has not been this adamant. What'd you get? What? I, I'm, I'm not saying anything differently than I said last week. These yeah. issues, these issues have been decided. I don't feel Did like you get you some were, inside info. You were speaking no. more forcefully. You weren't speaking this forcefully. Like matter of fact, I, I don't feel like I'm Tucker. Am I saying you you're the guy who actually listens and remembers things that are said oh. on the air on this show? Am am I saying anything differently? No, you're not. I, I'm I've been saying you the, lying snake. I've been saying the whole thing. Like these issues have this already is been what decided. Here's, here's how it happens, Houston. No, we this is what happened. You guys Russ. are making stuff up. He belongs to Russell now. I bought you the Reese's bar. What, when, I, when have I ever acted worried about this? You haven't. Well, I think what all me and Houston are saying is you're speaking a lot more. You you didn't have your tone wasn't the same last week, dude. I'm just telling you what, and we can go back and listen to the tapes. I, uh, yeah, fine. I, you weren't quite, you know. I mean, I, taking like you it are a hundred percent convinced, and your conviction is strong on this. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I love <laughs> I it. I hope you're right. This is where I was initially, and then I got kind of like, oh, wait, whoa, Russell doesn't He's feel hanging out with now. me. Nothing to worry about. 
Nothing to worry about. It's the NCAA. They're harmless. You know that scene in the Big Lebowski where they're fighting the guys in the parking lot, and he's like, are these men Nazis? And uh, Walter said, no, Donnie, these men are cowards. (laughs) Nothing to worry about here. Stay with us. The drive continues. Hour number two coming up. The drive.